Looking to build on your bachelor's degree? Gain marketable skills, like an understanding of how technology affects business, when you earn a master's in management from Georgetown. Through a focus on innovation, weekly career coaching, and a global consulting project, this 10-month program prepares you to land the role that will launch the career you really want. Get started at choosegeorgetown.com MIM. Well, good evening, good evening, good evening. It is the Weekend Wrap. My name is Willie Lawson. The Weekend Wrap is a production of FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com. I trust that you are doing great today. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you, my weekend this weekend wasn't as good as my weekend last weekend. I was on a little uh, vacation with the um, missus, the, my, my bride of 33 years. Last weekend, it was chill, super chill. And um, this weekend, I went to work. Because <laughs> I didn't go to work last weekend. It's, it's pretty simple how that works, isn't it? <laughs> Y'all get how that works, right? If you don't go to work this weekend, you dang on sure are going to go to work the next weekend. Um, but uh, we did. As a matter of fact, both of us worked today. and um, But it was good. It was good. I mean, it was all good. Uh <sighs> You know, this is, and we kind of, you know, we kind of, you know, we told you guys, you know, this would all, you know, this whole thing would be one of those things that would be this continuous roller roller coaster ride, super roller coaster ride, and um, there, I mean, there would be no doubt that there would be these huge ups and these huge downs, and this week pretty much did that. Uh, we we reported on the morning report that. Texas was suing uh, the battleground states for, you know, <laughs> breaking their own laws um, as far as, as as election laws went. And a lot of people were, were pretty excited about it. I think I even referred to it as this is a, um, it's really a civil war uh, in the sense that this state is suing these other states for breaking their own laws. Uh, that is an interesting, very, very interesting dynamic that we've not, that we've not had in a while, especially, um, with so many other states joining in. See, it'd be, it'd be different if it was just Texas. Um, but so many other states, 17 other states joined in. So there were 18 states suing four about how they ran the, um, how they broke their own laws, uh, with the election, um. And as it turned out, the Supreme Court is not going to hear that. Is not going to hear that case, and we'll get into why they're not going to hear that case. Um, so I, you know, and 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 again, there is, there is fat. There are facts and nuance, and there's spin, and we're going to talk about the facts, the nuance, and what the mainstream media wants you to believe about why the Supreme Court is not hearing the case. Um, it is, I mean, it's, it's just about, it's not the truth. Um, and now, <laughs> surprise, 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 there are scientists who are linking a super spreader event in February uh, to around 300,000 COVID cases. Hmm. You know, sometimes the things that you thought were, 
were true and because they made sense to you, well, they are. And they, and because they do, um, it, I mean, in, it's already started. We knew this would happen. We knew that the left would start rewriting recent histories. They would just say it was different than it was. Although you were there. You were there. You were in it. You were a participant in it. The left will tell you what you experienced was not what you experienced. They will tell you the people who were responsible for what you experienced are not responsible for what you experienced. I mean, it's... It's it's it, it's amazing how they work. It's it, it's it's absolutely amazing how they and they get away with it. They don't and they only get away with it in a sense because mainstream media is not going to call call them on it. You know, when people are saying the mainstream media ought to call, they're not going to. That's why you have us here on the weekend wrap and the morning report and fightback media and. The Swanton Report, Amitatum Report. That's why you have us. And if you and and if you understand that, then you'll go to the fightbackmedia.com website, and in the left-hand corner of the homepage, you're going to see it. It's almost too small to see. A little yellow bar that says "Donate." Help us stay on. Help us move forward. Help us expand. Click on that, and whatever you can spare is highly appreciated highly appreciated um because what what you I think what we're going to see here moving forward is there's going to be a bigger and bigger need for something other than ABC CBS NBC MSNBC and CNN and Fox News something bigger something um that offers you an alternative to get into that vacuum of news that my friend Tim Bryce talked about in his The Bryce is Right the other day. So um, your girl, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, um, is basically saying that it's because Republicans aren't wearing face masks as a reason cities and states chose to shut down in the first place. Because Republicans weren't wearing masks. Okay, we're going to, yes, we're going to break that down a little bit. And um, and then I'm going to present something that I, I'm calling for your consideration um, when we get near the end of the program. Or maybe I'll do it first. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, uh, we'll be right back right after these messages. Thank you for coming to The Weekend Wrap. My name is Willie Lawson. The Weekend Wrap is a production of FightbackMedia.com. 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 If you are a true blue conservative, small businesses are near and dear to your heart. They are the lifeblood of our life and economy. I believe this, and that's why my florist is not a website or phone number. My florist is Bloomingdale's Flower Shop, Tampa's premier flower shop. At 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida, and at 6835 State Road 54 in Newport Ritchie. Call Christine at 813-933-1942 and at 727-232-6900. She can also be reached on the web 
at www.bloomingdays.com. One of the things that I get asked most is where can I get information that is not tainted with liberal bias, especially here in the Tampa Bay area? Well, now I have the answer. DBCTampa.com A website by and for Tampa area conservatives. Tampa's leading conservative voices speak freely at tbctampa.com. And you can too. So join the fun and enjoy the freedom at tbctampa.com. You know, it's um, time for, um, again, and I, I tell you that I am in full support of all the efforts of the president um, to overturn the the illegal part of this election. And I believe there is uh, a lot of ir- irregularities, anomalies, and straight-out illegal activity going on. I believe that. But we have to prepare for every eventuality. And part of that preparation requires that we get together and that we plan and that we strategize and that we get educated. And this is one of these opportunities that you, that you can participate in. On February 20th, 2021 at 10 p.m. at the um, St. Pete College Allstate Center at 3200 32, 34th Street North in St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, that's 33701. There will be a Frederick Douglass brunch. This brunch is sponsored by the folks at Pinellas Sun Coast Black Republicans Club. In Saint Peter, in Saint Petersburg, Florida, um, their guest speakers will be Kevin McGarry, good friend of mine from California. Um, he is the um, the heart and soul and mind behind every Black Life Matters, every Black Life Matters, and the Frederick Douglass Foundation in California. Um, also, my friend George Farrell uh, of Black Pack. He's the president of Black Pack, one of the the largest, most successful political action action committees that are that's dedicated to getting black and brown people elected to office and also the author of colorblind also the uh, on the dais on the speaking um, platform will be byron donalds byron donalds is the congressperson congressman uh, from district i think it's 19 in naples and and fort myers florida so this is going to be a great time to get together and and learn and be encouraged and be informed. The theme of the brunch is Do What's Right. Tickets are $35 in advance, and after Valentine's Day, they are $45. Again, you can go to the fightbackmedia.com website, fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com. Click on the picture. It'll take you to the Eventbrite site where you can buy tickets. And you can also, if you live in Walla Walla, Washington, or Bug Tussle, Tennessee, you can, you know, donate a few dollars for the cost. I'm telling you, the way that we are going to have to survive if the president is not successful will require treasure. It will require money. It will require us 
being able to finance ourselves. The GoFundMes and all the other social media fundraising is shut off to us. And because this is a political ad, I couldn't even buy a Facebook ad for it. Because this is sponsored by um, Republicans, I couldn't buy a Facebook ad to promote this. Crazy, isn't it? They wouldn't let me pay money on Facebook to advertise this. That tells you that we're, we are in an uphill struggle. And what we're going to need is each other more than anything, more than any time in 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 any past. So if you'll do that for me, I would appreciate it. All right, now, welcome back to the, um, the weekend wrap. Let's go ahead and get into a couple of these stories. Ah. The big story is that the, um, the Supreme Court, decide, they decided on Friday not to hear a Texas lawsuit challenging election changes that made a number of battleground states, um, that were made in a number of battleground states. Justice Clarence Thomas joined a separate statement written by Justice Samuel Alito. The court found Texas lacked Article Three standing to file a suit against other states regarding how their states conduct their elections. Okay, this is a important thing. The court didn't throw out Texas' uh, lawsuit because it didn't have merit. This is super important. I mean, and, and this may sound like a parsing of words, but it's truly not. the The court didn't say didn't say that the court the lawsuit didn't have merit. Now, mainstream media is purporting that the lawsuit lacked merit. There are certain other. <clears throat> Republicans who are parroting that very same thing. You know, I saw a Chairman Steele, former Chairman Steele, calling Republicans um, and people who are supporting the, supporting the president petulant children. Hmm. I'll talk more about Chairman Steele in a little bit. Uh, but this is, the court didn't say that the lawsuit didn't have merit. They basically said that Texas didn't have Article Three standing to file the suit. It would be like if I had a beef with my neighbor and you decided to sue my neighbor. You don't have standing to sue my neighbor. Only I have standing to sue my neighbor. Now. I don't think that the, I don't think from the opinions that I read of some of the people who are in the know that the, that the court was correct in this, but the court doesn't always choose right. I mean, the court's not the Supreme Court isn't Jesus. You know, they're not Jesus. They don't always get it right, and they're not Jesus, and they can be questioned. That's kind of the point, right? Texas has not demonstrated a judicially cognizable interest in the manner in which another state conducts its election, the court ruled. All other pending motions are dismissed as moot. Okay, so all the other motions, because they were connected to the original lawsuit, um, they're not going to hear. 
So in a separate statement, again, Justice Alito, joined by Justice Thomas, argued the court was obligated to hear the Texas challenge. Um, he says, in my view, we do not have the discretion to deny the filing of a bill of complaint in a case that falls within our original jurisdiction, Alito, Alito wrote. See um, Arizona versus California, uh, 589 U.S., um, February 24, 2020, um, with Thomas uh, J. dissenting. Uh, I would therefore grant the motion to file the bill of complaint, but it would not grant, but would not grant other relief. And I express no view on any issue. So Alito says they should be able to file this complaint. They should be able to file it. He, I mean, he can't do anything for them, but they should be able to file it. A number of states joined uh, a brief in support. A number of states, like 17. Um, other Texas lawsuits arguing that four battleground states, Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia, and Pennsylvania, exploited a COVID-19 pandemic to make illegal changes to election laws. President Trump also filed a motion to intervene in the case. Texas Attorney, Attorney General Ken Paxton claimed that the changes made to the election laws were inconsistent with relevant state laws and violated the U.S. Constitution seeing that changes were made by non-legislative entities. The Electoral College meets Monday to formally elect the new president. We will not have a president-elect until Monday, until Tuesday afternoon or Tuesday morning, after the Electoral College votes. Now, because this is a process. If somehow, and, and, and this isn't going to happen, if somehow both houses agree, some states' electoral votes can be thrown out. This ain't going to happen. I'm just telling you, is, 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 it, is it legal? Is it possible? Is it, is it allowable? Sure. Is it, is it probable? No. Is it going to happen? Absolutely not. It's just not going to happen. So stop it. It's not going to happen. Is it, again, is it legal? Certainly it is. Is it part of the process? Most certainly it is. Is it constitutional? Definitely. Is it going to happen? Absolutely not. I just have to keep it real with y'all. There's no choice but to keep it real. So that's where we are with the Texas lawsuit. Again, the mainstream media is, and some Republicans are saying the lawsuit doesn't have merit, and that's simply not the case. Uh, your girl, uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, um, from a, a Democratic Socialist, a Democrat Socialist from New York, said Republicans not wearing face masks is the reason cities and states chose to shut down in the first place. The congresswoman made this remark during a cooking Q&A on Friday night. Here's what's ironic to me, Ocasio-Cortez began. All these Republicans, all these, all these people who were shut down were the same people who weren't wearing masks, 
who forced us to shut down in the first place. Shutdowns are not an inevitability. It's not something that we want to do. It's not something that anybody wants to do. Okay, those who paid attention to these lockdowns remember that Democrats were the ones leading the shutdowns, while Fauci and other health officials were telling the public not to wear masks. They were doubting their effectiveness. Remember? You remember the video of Fauci saying, at this point, and this is early, early on, Americans shouldn't be wearing, be walking around in masks. You see, this these these people act like we weren't a lot. Our degrees are what Virginia employers are looking for. Get the in-demand skills you need to land your dream job. Visit onlinevirginia.net to explore online degree options from our partner Virginia colleges and universities and find the right program for you. Alive, or we weren't paying attention. Hang on. You know, in February. Like, February was so long ago, it was ancient history, and only only they have the scribes. They can go back to their um, scrolls and remember what what was happening. Like, somehow, YouTube isn't a thing. And none of us collected collected those videos. None of us none of us remember them. That we're all too old and dumb and 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 and, and haggard to remember what these people said. It's crazy. Again, those who paid attention during the first lockdowns remember that Democrats were the ones leading the shutdowns, while Fauci and other health officials were telling the public not to wear face masks and doubting their effectiveness. And remember, don't wear face masks, don't don't get all this PPE because then the people in the hot who were, were in healthcare won't have them because there's a shortage. You remember all that? I remember all that. The experts have since changed their minds about face masks, but it was the so-called experts, not Republicans, doubting the effectiveness of face masks when Democrats started the lockdowns. Hmm. She says, nobody wants a shutdown, but the same people who are now anti-shutdown were the same people who weren't wearing masks, who forced caseloads to be so high that we had to shut that that we had to shut areas down to begin with. And the congresswoman, while zesting a lemon, so if you're you're anti-shutdown, you better have been wearing a mask all damn year. Because don't come to me and say that you're anti-shutdown when you're spreading COVID all over the place, potentially. You see, this is it's interesting. This is the same sort of arrogancy on the left. Because I want to tell her, who do you think you are to speak to me in such a manner? Who do you think you are? Where do you get the hubris to speak to me in such a manner. Where do you think, who, who do you think you are? What position have you gained that you could speak to me in such a condescending manner? Like we would have said in the hood, you ain't my mama. Only my mama can speak to me like that way. Not you. Not you that lives on the the generosity of the American taxpayer. 
No, you don't get you don't get to talk to me that way. And you don't get to say that the anti-maskers, which was okay, you go back to the the beginning of this, where um, Nancy Pelosi was telling people to come on down to Chinatown. Everything's fine here. Don't wear masks because we got to save the PPE for the healthcare people. Where um, the mayor of New York was saying, "Come see a movie, and definitely go to this, uh, go to the parade." Right? This is the mayor of New York. They were saying, "Come on out and have a good time." Um, Biden. And many others were calling the um, the travel bans from China xenophobic and racist. So was Fauci, and, un- and unnecessary, ineffective. Right? These are the same people. So when. Um, Ocasio-Cortez comes out with this attitude. You see, what they don't understand is this. What they don't understand is this, is that we are out here. Maybe she will get play from the people I mentioned, the MSNBCs, the CNNs, the ABC, CBS, NBC, but there are us that are out here. The Morning Report, Weekend rap. Um, the um, the Swanson report, the Tatum report, uh, Newsmax. All of us other people are out here who will continue to push not only the truth, but a an an accurate representation of what this year's been, and who said what when. We don't want that narrative again. Thank you, Andrew Breitbart, for teaching me. Whoever controls a narrative controls everything. We are not going to let a false narrative rise to prominence. And what Ocasio-Cortez is presenting is a false narrative. That, it didn't happen that way. And the thing is, she knows it didn't. Please stop calling her dumb. She's not dumb. She's very, very smart. And she's very, very manipulative. Which makes her very dangerous. Extremely dangerous. Even the World Health Organization, which globalists love, has said lockdowns are a bad solution to the pandemic and should be avoided. It should be the very last thing you do. It is the great, you know, it it is, if you go to the Great Barrington Declaration, gbdeclaration.org, gbdeclaration.org. Basically, it says that lockdown should be the very last thing you do. The very, very last thing you do. So even the World Health Organization... Um, is not a fan 
of these draconian lockdowns for all the other problems that these lockdowns are bringing. Not just economics, but for health reasons. And they basically call the um, what's going to happen uh, with people's health the second wave. The undiagnosed cancers, the, the cardiac um, conditions that aren't being looked at, the, the, the massive, the massive, I mean, absolutely massive amount of um, su- suicides, mental health problems that are, that, that, that are occurring. It is absolutely freakishly, horribly amazing that the side effects of not the virus but of the the lockdowns what what those are causing and the long term and the long term effects that aren't even economic so i don't i'm not really sure other than making sure that there's a false narrative pushed out by Ocasio Cortez what the heck she's talking about all right, all right, we'll get a little break. We'll be back, and I'm going to um, present to you something for your consideration. We'll be back right after these messages. One of the things that I get asked most is where can I get information that is not tainted with liberal bias, especially here in the Tampa Bay area? Well, now I have the answer. DBC Tampa Dot com, a website by and for Tampa area conservatives. Tampa's leading conservative voices speak freely at tbctampa.com. And you can too. So join the fun and enjoy the freedom at tbctampa.com. If you are a true blue conservative, Small businesses are near and dear to your heart. They are the lifeblood of our life and economy. I believe this, and that's why my florist is not a website or phone number. My florist is Bloomingdale's Flower Shop, Tampa's premier flower shop. At 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida, and at 68. 35 State Road 54 in Newport Ritchie. Call Christine at 813-933-1942 and at 727-232-6900. She can also be reached on the web at www.bloomingdays.com. All right, welcome back. We appreciate you being here. This is the Weekend Wrap. The Weekend Wrap is a production of FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com. My name is Willie Lawson. All right. Um, this is something for your consideration. Because, again, I keep telling you this. I don't, I'm, I'm gonna say, and I'll say it this way every time. I'll just take the time to say it this way. I am cheering on the efforts of the president to overturn the illegal, unethical, 
portion of this election because I believe that there's irregularities, anomalies, and illegal activity going on. I believe that. I believe that this is this is part of the coup. I do. I swear to you, I do. Um, but we have to prepare for every eventuality. Both the ones we want and the ones we don't want. We have to prepare. So let's talk about that preparation. In that preparation of maybe the president isn't successful. And on January 20th, we swear in um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris as president and vice president, respectively. I know it isn't something that we relish, that we look for, that we're looking forward to, and we're going to be able to just smile through it. I know. I know that I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be. My my my, and this is for, and and this is for you, our, our, your consideration. What will be our collective attitude toward government, elections, and politicians? Why are they not all the same? Government is a system. Politicians are the people. And elections are the way that we're supposed to be able to make these changes. But we've seen how these elections can be manipulated. So are we are we still going to think that they are, are the avenue of change? Are elections still the methodology and the avenue of change? Because if they are not, there's only one other avenue of change. If elections are not. So in, in the next three, four years, two, three, four years, are we ready to, to make that change? Are we ready to make that decisions, that decision? Or do we still have enough faith that we can hold a, hold an election and be confident of the result. What if, for your consideration, what if we cannot? Where are we? Where are we as a republic? Are we even a republic at that point? At that point, if we can't trust in the validity of our elections. If we believe that there are foreign actors that are fiddling in and manipulating our elections, not just Facebook ads that say this or that, but we're talking about um, servers from Dominion that are in other that are in other countries that are counting votes. And they are in other countries. We have voting machines hooked to the internet. We have voting machines that are being manipulated. We have 
the 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 you know we we had the hanging chad here in Florida 20 years ago but now what we have is the missing ballot the found ballot we have the raw data we have raw data of chunks of Biden of, of Biden votes like chunks of 1000 in a row or 2000 in a row votes for for Biden we have signed affidavits from people who said, if I'm lying, send me to federal prison, saying that they saw numerous, numerous, numerous ways that this election was being manipulated. There's more evidence of this election being manipulated than the evidence that it took to impeach Trump. And mainstream media is just saying it isn't happening. Interesting. So what's going to be your position? My question to you is what's going to be your your position on elections, politicians, and government as a whole? As a whole. Whole. There you go. What is your position? And how are you moving forward? My name is Willie Lawson. This has been the Weekend Wrap, a production of fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com. Please go to the website. There's lots of new stuff there. There's information on the the COVID vaccine that is paramount that you look at. And read through. And once you read through, please take notes, highlight, get with your doctor, do research on your own. On the um, on my Facebook page, I, I, I uh, uh, in the comment stream, I found some videos on some of the things they talked about, so it's a little easier to understand. T- took us back to tenth grade biology a little bit when we started talking about. RNA, you know, what mRNAs and tRNAs and what they are and ribosomes and that kind of stuff. Um, it's kind of a long post, but it's easy, it's easy reading. Go ahead and do it. Make sure you do a little research before you put a needle in your arm. This is not a normal vaccine. You know, a normal vaccine gives you a little bit of the dog that bit you, so, you, so your system sort of attacks it. No, and teaches itself how to attack it. This is this is not what this is. It is not. It is different in every way, shape, and form. It doesn't have any of the virus in it. It makes your body do something completely new. It is worth investigating before you stick that needle in your arm. Just saying, I'm hardly an anti-vaxxer. I have a star on my arm. My kid has a star on his arm. There are so many, there are so many more vaccinations, there's so many more um, vaccines that kids are supposed to take now and then. When my kid was that age, he's 30 now, so unless he's going to join the army and leave the country, um, probably not going to need to take another shot full of whatever 
mercury or whatever these things have in them. Again, thanks for tuning in to the weekend wrap. I trust that you are well. I trust that your weekend uh, went well. Please tune in every day at about 9 o'clock or noon to the morning report on um, Spreaker. We're on all the major media uh, platforms that do podcasts, iHeart.com, Google, Apple, uh, Spotify, we're everywhere. Morning Report is everywhere. We're everywhere. Check us out. Support us. Uh, we'd appreciate it. We'll be back um, next weekend with more of the weekend wrap. Again, we'll be we'll be on on Monday morning on the Morning Report. Check us out. Again, my name is Willie Lawson. Until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. Our degrees are what Virginia employers are looking for. Get the in-demand skills you need to land your dream job. Visit onlinevirginia.net to explore online degree options from our partner Virginia colleges and universities and find the right program for you. Over the next 10 years, Comcast is committing $1 billion through Project Up to reach tens of millions of people with the opportunities and resources they need to build a world of unlimited possibilities. Learn more at comcast.com slash projectup.